swamp drawer where all good produce goes to die. Dun, dun, dun. We couldn't afford it even when there weren't food shortages. We certainly can't afford it now. Recession-proof your grocery budget. Learn to grow the food your family eats without the weeds or the waste. For more information about my simple and easy container gardening course, where you will learn to save money by growing your own healthy organic fruits and vegetables, go to joyfulprepcontainergarden.com. Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers, we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Birkin, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. This is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast, and I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and I'm super excited to have my friend Lisa McGrath on for a second time um, as a podcast guest, and I'm looking forward to sharing with you her wisdom about gratitude, but let me introduce you to her um, right quick. Dr. Lisa McGrath is an international best-selling author and speaker, national board certified teacher, and Achievement Coach, who offers inspirational, practical, and spiritual guidance. She teaches busy individuals to find clarity, purpose, and direction with intentional acts that help them achieve their goals and live an intentional life. Her recent book, A House with Four Rooms, Physical, Mental, Emotional, and Spiritual Well-Being, part memoir and part instructional guide, teaches the philosophy of living a healthy lifestyle. She is the author of Pages with Purpose, an international best-selling anthology that shares entrepreneurs, coaches, and authors' personal stories of why for professional purposes, visibility, and marketing. After helping hundreds share their stories, Lisa uses her experience to help others craft and publish their personal stories with her step-by-step program so they can gain professional authority, credibility, and business growth. And she's so much more than that. Let me tell you, she is one of the most delightful people and she is loving and caring and um, she has been a mentor to me. So I'm very thankful for her as we begin to talk about gratitude. So thank you, Lisa, for coming on. Welcome. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that was incredible. That was a mouthful, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we can fill up a few pages, I think, with all how wonderful you are. So sweet. And I'm grateful for you. We're talking about gratitude and I'm grateful for you, my friend. Oh, thank you very much. Well, so we spilled the beans. We're talking about gratitude and it's one of my most favorite topics in the whole entire wide world as I try myself to grow in my capability skill of being more grateful because I find gratitude just to be um, so freeing um, when things seem to be a little harsh in life. So I would love for you to share your feelings about gratitude and anything that comes to mind that would be helpful to all of us. Okay. So I have to agree. I think gratitude, I'm all about building a a life on a solid foundation. And I think 
that is because I didn't start my life on a solid foundation. I had a tough, tough upbringing. And so it's real important to me to build on a solid foundation and grace, dignity, integrity, forgiveness, gratitude, self-care. All of these things are important for building your life intentionally. And so today we're talking about gratitude and my whole philosophy that I live by, and I've, we've talked about this and my book is about this. It's that house with four rooms. If you think of yourself, Wendy, as having four rooms, you have a physical, a mental, emotional, and spiritual room. Everything that you do, that you think you feel and the actions you take, is going to fill up those rooms, those four rooms. Wouldn't it be better to be intentional? So if you're going into those rooms to open your window, to air it out, to really think those positive thoughts, to really reframe any, because bad things happen. And we have those negative self-talk. We have imposter syndrome, all these things, but we can be grateful because we can think about them and we can reframe them, and we can choose how we think about them. We can choose how we feel, and we can choose what we are going to do or not do. And those actions will spill over and help us build that intentional life on that solid foundation. Yeah, 100%. I think we don't realize the power. I'm, I'm myself just starting into this world of, I mean, I've known about thoughts, you know, are, are essential. I've understood that, but um, I don't know at this um, stage in my life, place in my life, it seems to be very, very important to learn this idea about thoughts. And in fact, I just posted a meme um, a quote from Marcus Aurelius yeah. about um, if you want to have a happy life, it starts with your thoughts, whatever you you think about. So if you're, if you're constantly thinking about negative or I don't know this or that and fear and worry, then that'll just magnify. It's going to, in fact, I had a, a podcast um, interview with someone earlier this week and she was talking about this time of the day. Like when you just wake up that your brain is most susceptible to thoughts that you put into it. And so if you intentionally put gratitude or happy thoughts, then that's what will generate your day. But if you bring your worries from yesterday into the today, then that's what will continue on. So it has to be intentional and you have to step outside of being a victim and, and create that. Like you said, if you're being intentional, you're not a victim of your circumstance. That's, a, that's right. And, the, and here's the thing. Your, what you think about, you manifest. So what you think about, you're going to attract, okay? And um, a lot of circles, we talk about the law of attraction mm -hmm. and we, principles, rules. Mm -hmm. And so what you think about, that's what you're bringing. You're like a magnet and that's what you're going to find. Mm -hmm. So that's why developing a gratitude practice is so important. And one of the things that I really love mm -hmm. in my practice and what I love to teach is journaling. Gratitude journaling is powerful because 
days will go by. And if you're stuck and you're on a road right now where like recently we were talking and it was like a rain cloud, you know, you need to get out from under that rain cloud because when something happens, it just seems to keep on. And so if you can allow yourself to stop and pause, I, I like to say, you know, you have to push, you have to pray until something happens. You, you need to pause. And that's what a practice is all about. That's what journaling is about. It's pausing and capturing. You capture, it's a reflective practice. You capture your thoughts. You capture your feelings. You capture what you're doing. So when you're able, and what I like to do, and for, for the last, oh gosh, it's been over 25 years that I've been teaching this. And what you need to do is you get a little journal and you can get a beautiful journal. You can get a piece of paper. It doesn't matter. But at the end of your day, if you made a commitment to write down five things, so just a bullet points of five things that you're grateful for that happened in your day. Now, what does this do? One, it helps you to start being more self-aware because you have to observe Number two, you just said about those first thoughts that you have in the morning. Some people have difficulty getting out of bed because of whatever reason. Well, if you know and you've made a commitment to write down five things that you're going to be grateful for today at the end of your day before you go to bed, then you've got to get your butt out of that bed and go find those five things. There you go. It's a, you know, Mel Robbins has the, the five, four, three, two, one, get up and go. Well, this is the same thing. You make a commitment to yourself. You, you're going to have to get out of bed and go find those five things. Now, I'm going to be honest. I have lived a life that there were times I couldn't, I didn't think I'd ever come up with five things. But what you can do is you can look past and take a few pages and start looking back and then say, oh, I remember. Yes. And so there were days that, my first cup of coffee in the morning. Um, the fact that I, I could hear the rain and it was clearing out the, you know, the, the smoke or whatever it was in the air and I could breathe and it smelled fresh. All of these things are simple. They don't cost a lot of money because gratitude doesn't have to cost money. And I think sometimes people get uh, that confused. But when you start writing them, you capture them, you can look back and then there are going to be days that you have well more than five things. And isn't that a big blessing right there? And when you're going through a foggy moment and you don't think about how good you have it and the blessings, just looking back, it reminds you. And then it's like brainstorming. When, you, when you're brainstorming with someone, you put out an idea and then someone will say, oh, what about this? And it starts to blossom and grow. I know you're in Florida now, but you remember snowballs. You, you know, they get bigger and bigger. And so that's what can happen with your gratitude. It can get bigger and bigger. And that's what we're trying to do is to establish that and make that your strong foundation. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. And I, I like the words that you're using about capture, being aware, observation, hadn't considered those words in my journaling and in my efforts to grow my, my gratitude. So let me, um, let me ask you this question. Let's see if I can make it come out the way I think about it. Some days <laughs> I'm like, how did that work in your brain, Wendy? <laughs> Getting it out of my mouth sometimes is harder. 
So I'm kind of, well, I'm obsessed with gratitude, first of all, but I'm kind of also obsessed with the idea that I can become gratitude, that my being will become a grateful being, that I will be gratitude personified. I don't, I don't, hopefully that doesn't sound like out there weird because it might. And by no means am I suggesting that I'm um, any kind of, I'm a humble person. I'm not suggesting that I'm, I, I don't even know if I'm capable, but I believe that that there's, as we, there are certain virtues, right? And I, and I, I've heard the, the, the quote that gratitude is the parent of all virtues. And I, and I love that. And so I feel like that gratitude, like you said, it's a foundation on which then these other virtue, virtues can build. But can I be so grateful that people can feel the gratitude that I have and, and they, they know that I just don't want it to come across that I'm prideful and, um, but that they, they can be comfortable in my presence because they know that I feel grateful to be in their presence. Does that make sense to you? It it does. It's electrifying. Okay. It's electrifying. So here's what I want you to think about. Okay come to my mind. Actually, a lot comes to my mind because I have a lot of opinions, but um, (laughs) (laughs) you're not the only one. (laughs) So so one of the things uh, I always go back to is um, a pebble in in that you put the pebble in the water and Uh springs come out. Mm -hmm. out. And I'm always writing on my, on my Facebook or whatever it is, the social media, you know, let love ripple, let kindness ripple. Because that's the intention, that stone that you're plopping, mm-hmm. let that tension, and so it can ripple out. And it right. goes back to what you said about what you think about, you manifest. So if you're saying, I want to be gratitude, that's what's going to ripple out. Yeah. So the other image that came to my mind when you were speaking, and because I do think of you as joyful, and I believe you're, you're a celebration, uh, and it's a celebration of life. That's how you come across to me. Aww, thank you. But, it, no matter what the circumstances are, you're, you, you seem grounded to me. You seem like you, you're centered. You have a strong faith and you find the best and you look for the best in people. So what I was thinking of balloons, right? All these balloons, because I think of Wendy and she's so joyful and, and we're going to have a party in balloons. And when you take a balloon, when, you're going to have to think back to when you were a kid, but you're a homeschool mom. So you probably have done this too. But you take the balloon and you rub it against your hair, and then it sticks that static electricity, I guess it was, and it would stick to the wall. That's what your gratitude is, Wendy. You being that gratitude is offering that static electricity so that other people can feel it. And then what is even more powerful that you may not have thought about is that it's a contagious because what the thing we're talking about here, you know, you've heard boredom is contagious. Someone yawns and then everybody else is going to yawn. Well, guess what? Gratitude can be contagious. Being positive can be contagious. Yeah. Living with intention can be in- it contagious. And so why not spread the good stuff? Right. The, bad, the bad stuff can go, right? Yeah. But let's be intentional and spread the good stuff. Right. And that's what it's about. Let's be the ripple. Yeah, let's be that, that, that's a beautiful thought. And I appreciate the kind words that you say. Um, 
and it's more, I, I think in the podcast that I just released a couple of weeks ago about, about counter blessings that um, being grateful is fun. It's way more fun to be grateful than to be anything else. It's just because it's never, you can't not be what, no, you can't be grateful for everything because there's so much to be grateful for that you don't even know. And like you said earlier, like sometimes it's going to be hard in these gratitude journals to find the five things. Other days it's going to be whoosh, all this stuff. But I think it's so much more fun to see what we can find. And, and it does become gratitude. Like you're eventually, as you practice gratitude, your brain will make a pathway to find that. I remember when my um, outside livestock guardian died from cancer about six months ago. Oh, it still brings me to tears. And I remember that day that I thought I have nothing to be grateful for today. Like I really had, I don't, I can't, my brain was like, okay, let's find the gratitude. I'm like, I don't, I don't have anything. I got nothing. And then my brain finally said, no, you do. Here's this. And here's that. And it's regarding my dog. And eventually I was like, oh, and it was so, um, it was like you said, it was magical because my brain just did it. Like it did it for me when my emotions and my feelings didn't want to, but my brain was like, no, this is what we do. And it, it made such a difference in, in the, my morning process of, of my dog. Absolutely. It's, it's called routines, habits. So whatever we're doing and we repeatedly do is mm-hmm. giving us the outcomes that we have. So if we want different outcomes, we have to do something differently. Mm, yeah. And so you build a habit, once you, and habits can be good things and bad things, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Once you have a routine, that means your brain, your body, it automatically goes to that routine. Mm, makes so sense. have you, this happened to all of us, have you ever had to go and you're driving down the street or you're going home and you're like, oh my gosh, how did I get here? <laughs> yes. uh, it, you know, routine driving as a routine. At first, yeah. it was a teenager, and you were just you did a lot of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, where are my hands? Where are my feet? What's in my mirror? You know, all of this. Right. Once you learned how to drive, it's not that often that you have to think about how do I put on my seatbelt? Right. How, what am I? How am I going to merge into traffic? Mm-hmm now become a habit, a routine. And so that's what we want gratitude to be. Right. That we want kindness to be. Mm. Need self-care and self-love to be. It needs to be a routine. Mm. Not selfish. It's something we want to ripple. Now, as a mom, what you do speaks louder than your words. Mm-hmm. We do for our children, right? Mm-hmm. What you do speaks louder than your words. Well, think about this for a second. Your children are watching you. They're learning from you. What are you doing? What are you not doing? Mm-hmm. Because every action that you take, you're modeling the behaviors that your children are learning. It's true. So I had another thought as well when we were talking. Yeah. And it's kind of human nature. So I'm going to go kind of put on like that teacherly thing where you're in a classroom and you're teaching and you have, let's say 30 kids and you teach your lesson and 
you give the assessment and probably five kids, six kids fail that assessment for whatever reason. Now, rather than count our blessing and think and be grateful for the ones that did get the lesson, that teacher is sitting there beating themselves up. What went wrong with these five kids? What went wrong with these six kids? You know, where did I fail? Well, yes, you're supposed to be thinking about that lesson and how you delivered it. You're having that self-talk. You're being reflective to, to improve. How do I improve this lesson the next time I teach it? Or what can I do differently? But you're not going to get all 30 kids. Why aren't you celebrating the ones that did get it? Why aren't you challenging them to go even further? Why aren't you doing that with yourself? Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. So you're, you're talking about, as we develop this grateful skill, that we also... And you and you and you talked about it right at the beginning about your four rooms, right? You talked about you know the physical, what it physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional, oh, correct? Okay. Yeah. So how um, how does gratitude affect each one of those rooms? Okay, that's a great question, Wendy. Oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna use myself as an example. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be honest, I have a couple of clients right now that are dealing with very similar issues. Quite frankly, we have more in common than than what separates us, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I choose the food that I put into my body, Mm -hmm. when I choose to drink the water I'm supposed to be drinking, right? When I choose to exercise my body the way I need to do, I'm being grateful for my body, Mm-hmm, that's true. Right? Yeah. So when we talk about our physical room, that's not just our body, but it's our space. Okay. Okay. When we talk about our mental, we're talking about our intellectual, we're talking about learning. Mm. Well, when we're grateful, I'm grateful that I can still read. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that, as, that I can still analyze and, and research and I can think about things. But I'm also grateful that when I do have a negative thought, I can weed it out and throw it away. Mm, that's great. So that's, um, you know, that's a lot of gratitude right there. Absolutely. Emotional. In my emotional room, I'm grateful that I have learned coping skills. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I've learned meditation practice, my meditation practice. Right. Grateful that I have these skills that are habits that I can rely on because things do come up that in anyone's life that you have to deal with. And you, you just had yeah. a hurricane and right. we talked about the hurricane, you were prepared mm-hmm. and, and because you were prepared, it took away some of the, the, the things you would have the fear. Yeah. And so that's the same thing with your routines. It's the same thing with this gratitude. So my emotional room, even though I might be going over, that roller coaster of emotions with the things that are happening. I'm I've got a routine and it, it and I'm grateful for that routine because then it takes away a lot of the decision fatigue. I don't have to make decisions because I can rely on my that's true my healthy routines to take care of me. For my spiritual room, with my spiritual room, I am so grateful that I have a practice that allows me 
to not carry what doesn't belong to me or what doesn't serve me. Because one of the powers that, that I have, that I believe, is, is God has, has said, you can release this. You can hand, hand it over to me. Mm-hmm. I walk with you. And so in my faith, I am so grateful because I don't think I could carry all that heavy burden. No, no. <laughs> and, and so I, I um, so that's for me, that, so that's how gratitude Um, into place. Now I have a client her and as we speak, her dad had surgery um, just recently. And now right now he's unresponsive. Hmm. And so when we talked yesterday, we talked about being, you know, because she was not in the grateful mind, but we talked about being grateful and how her dad had been more of a dad to her husband than his own dad. Hmm that they had and the life that they've had you know her dad's in in his 80s and how grateful that life that she had with with her dad yeah of course and 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 have faith that that all is well god god is in control right um maybe not what we you know what we expect or want but i always when i pray i pray for this or something better because i i feel like my brain is limited Mm-hmm. and sometimes you know you just so this or something better and uh and so we just have to know that let's let's look for that gratitude even in all those moments that we think like you said earlier you didn't think you had any and then all of a sudden when you started to think wow look at the joy and and the and just the companionship that mm-hmm. Aphrodite isn't it yep. your daughter Aphrodite. Mm-hmm. yeah brought to your family's life and right. so all of a sudden that stone, that one thought that you had, wait a minute, I was blessed. I went yeah. I, with this relationship, with this companion. It rippled out. Yeah. It rippled that's out. That's beautiful. Yeah. And so just think, anyone that's listening to this, mm-hmm. and there are these, and that's why I love to teach with stories. The stories are powerful because, like I said, we have more in common than what separates us. I agree. But we can relate to it. We can say to ourselves, how do I understand this? How do I know this? Did I go through this or do I know someone else that's gone through it or is going through it? Right. And in my mind, that same scenario of the teacher in the room with 30 kids, mm-hmm. if you, first of all, you don't know how far your, your fingerprint's going to touch on lives. True. Because it's going to ripple out. There's that mm-hmm. stone. That- but also, if you touch one life, Wendy, I believe that that you did did what you intended. Yeah. And my backstory, I made a promise to God that I would make my mess, my message. Right. So if any of those people, and there are people walking the same paths. Yeah. So they would know you're not alone, that people have walked these paths before you and people will walk these paths behind you. Right. All we need to do is extend a helping hand. And if you can change one life, to make it better Mm -hmm. that's electrifying so you continue to be that static electricity and you continue to radiate that gratitude because it does spill over and you might be in the line at the bank or the grocery store someone might overhear a conversation that you're having with one of your children Mm -hmm. and guess what that's a blessing to that person hearing that conversation that can be a and so don't limit yourself. It's this or something better. 
of that. It's this or something better. I will add that to my prayers for sure. So thank you. And I, I want, I know that you have, um, because you practice gratitude journaling and a gratitude practice kind of, that was redundant, but, um, I, you also have a line of gratitude journals is, or is that, did I say yeah. that right? Or you have published a bunch of gratitude journals. Why don't you share with, um, the listeners what those are? Okay. Terrific. Thank you. Oh my gosh. You're so sweet. So yes, I do have a lot of blank journals. They're line journals. And the intention was for, especially with my students, my clients, when I introduced the, the gratitude journal, they get this journal and then they use bullet points. Right. And then there were some that said, you know, I can't, I, I need a prompt. I need something special to think about. And when I, we talk about being intentional, we're talking about our thoughts. So what I did is I created several other journals that offer prompts to get you thinking, to help remind you to be reflective and, and self-aware. And so the, my most popular ones are the three-year journals. And I think the reason is because of the intention that it started with. We grow. We're in, in this life, we're, we're supposed to be doing personal development, right? Professional development. We're supposed to be growing and learning. And we can learn from ourselves. We're a teacher and student at the same time. So with three-year journal, you have a prompt every day. Real quick, you answer it. You, you record and capture your thoughts. And then you go through the 365 days. When you start over again, and it doesn't matter. You don't have to start January 1st. You can, but you don't have to. When you start again, not only are you thinking about that prompt again, but you can see the answer you gave the year before. And you can see how your answers might have changed. You could see growth and you could be reminded of things that you may have forgotten. That's really a cool idea. It yeah. Because we, I, I struggle with this all the time. We are really hard on ourselves in the present. Like I'm, I'm not getting this. I haven't figured it out. I'm not making money at this, da, 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 da. But we rarely, and I'm learning this, go back and remember where we were because that's, that's right. really the whole point of life. It's not to compete with each other. It's to, to better ourselves day after day. We have a couple of hiccups. We have to nap a lot during this state season of life or whatever. And then other days we're moving, you yeah. know what I mean? But to have that, that's just really, I think that's such a really cool idea to say, here's a prompt and you answer it three different times in your life. I think that's really quite fun. I'm going to get one of your journals. So there oh. you just... I'm going to go do that. It, it, it's, it's incredible. And in, you're not in competition with anyone else. You're in competition with yourself. Mm -hmm. You want to be a better you than you were yesterday. Absolutely. And can you imagine? And so one, I'm an achievement coach, right? So one of the things mm -hmm. I talk about is just being 1% better. Can you imagine if you did something just a little bit more mm -hmm. yesterday? For me, it's my exercise bike. Mm. building up my, you know, cardio, um, you know, in my breathing. So if I could do just even 30 seconds and then 30 seconds, so I'm building up. Mm -hmm. do, right? right. It's thing. Can you imagine if, you know, you're a student of life or you're a student and you want to learn something or you're starting your business, what could you do a little bit more today than you did yesterday? And again, journaling is a great way to capture that and to really uh, put that vision together. Mm -hmm. You know, chance to talk about it this time, but 
one of the things I talk about is a victory log. Mm-hmm. People don't remember the good things that they did and what they've accomplished. Right. In your gratitude journal, can you imagine if you also had a victory log? Mm-hmm. How you do that you were successful at? So there are a lot of times, Wendy, that I feel, you know, my people's membership, it's all about feeling like they were at a dead end. And that I got to show them that you're at a crossroads, right? You got to pivot. When we hit a brick wall, and sometimes that brick wall is a person, sometimes it's ourselves. When we hit that brick wall, we have to remember that there were times we got through other situations. We made it around, over, under, whatever. Right, so right. I look and say, what did I accomplish? Well, I survived my childhood. I, I survived. I, I, I went to school and I accomplished those goals. I not only got the high school diploma, which was, I told, was told I'd never receive. Right. And get, receive college degrees. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I was told that, you know, I, I got married. I had children. I survived a divorce. I have started businesses and I love starting businesses Mm -hmm. because I like the impact. I love to see it's just like you being gratitude, right? I Mm -hmm. laying threads and ripples out. Mm -hmm. I love it. And so I have a victory log. I quit smoking a two and a half um, cigarette packs a day and for 16 years and I quit. Uh, It was one of the hardest things I ever did in my life. Mm -hmm. When I gave birth to my children, I told you earlier, it hurt, yeah. it hurt. But then I realized how many people went back and did it again. <laughs> and they survived, right? right. Yeah. I achieved it. I did it. Yeah. I Back to when I walked the Camino de Santiago, I did 800 miles. And then I did it again, 300 miles after having open heart surgery. Wow. And my intention is to get healthy and go back and do it again. Mm. I have a victory log. What did I accomplish? So when I start beating myself up or I have negative self-talk or the imposter syndrome kicks in, Mm -hmm. I can victory log and say, wait a minute. That's right. All of these other things I've achieved, I never thought possible. There was a time I never thought were possible. Becoming an international best-selling author, impossible. Guess what? It's not impossible. (laughs) I didn't do it yet. Right. And so there's a power in that little word yet. So make a decision. What have you already done? What have you achieved? And allow that to motivate you to achieve the the thing that's in your front of your path right now. Yeah. That that gratitude and be grateful for it. Right. It it seems like I was thinking about like we have bucket lists. Why not have a victory list? Like you said, you call a log, but a list essentially. So you may end up in places where you didn't, your bucket list. I have a bucket list from when I was 19 or 20. And I go back and look at that. Some things I've achieved, but some things I don't care about anymore. But it's fun to see what I wanted to do. That's right. Isn't it okay that you've grown? Most powerful words. I am. And then thank you. There you go. Perfect. Perfect ending. Thank you so much. You're, you're just wonderful. And um, for everybody listening, all the link, the links for all her journals and her program, her coaching program, all those different things I will post in the show notes. Is that good? Um, Lisa, is that good? 
Yes, I think what what's your main your main uh website is what? www.lisamagrath.me. Okay, dot me. There you go. So uh, that's her main one, but it'll be in the show notes. And then I'll link out to her. I assume your journals are on Amazon, right? You can get them. Yes, you can get the um, blank journals are on Amazon. You can get the three-year uh, journals and the teacher journals, the caregiver journals at any of your favorite bookstores. Um, okay. Um, I, I, I love you and adore you. And I appreciate you coming on um, to share your wisdom with me and uh, our listeners. Thank you. Right back at your sister friend. Thanks. So, wow. I love Lisa so much. She's so full of wisdom and love and joy. And every time I have the opportunity to talk to her, whether it's recorded for the podcast or just as friends, it's just wonderful. So I'm, I'm very thankful for such a good friend. Um, and I'm, I encourage you to, to listen to the pot. Well, you've already listened to the, the episode, <laughs> but teach it to somebody. What did you learn today? Teach that to someone, um, share with, share with someone your insight, have a discussion, communicate, connect. You retain what you've learned. You share and make somebody else's life better because of it. And Lisa's just so packed full of, um, knowledge, wisdom, experience, and love that I'm sure you had to have learned something from this podcast episode. Um, I would remind you to go and check out my show links in order, show notes, sorry, show notes for the links for her, um, her journals and her website. Uh, if you'd like coaching from her, she's just lovely. I tell you, um, and then come join my free Facebook group. I, uh, it's www.joyfulprepgroup.com and enjoy spending time with like-minded people. We're, you know, sharing recipes and organization tips, all sorts of stuff about being prepared and, and being joyful at the same time. So thank you again for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.